0: Here we go once again, another episode of Pop Cultish, the podcast that knows for sure that when the inevitable zombie apocalypse comes and the undead just want those brains, there's going to be a good chunk of the American population that will survive just fine. Uh, I'm Tony Schaub, across the table, that's right, across the table from me is my lovely wife, Emily. Today we are going to be uh, talking about some fun stuff. The show is uh, almost a, a precursor, kind of laying the groundwork for a couple of future shows that we're doing. So uh, excited to get into that. Uh, and later on in the show, before we finish up, we're going to talk about a couple of fun giveaways that we've got going on on the Facebook page right now. But more on that in a little while. Mm. First, um, we're going to just jump right into it, I think. You ready to, you ready to jump ready. in? I'm ready. Let's do it. I figured you might be ready. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're going to do tonight is kind of set ourselves up for, for a couple future shows, talk about a few things that we've done recently, And then a few things that we're looking to do in the future. So we're in kind of a unique situation here, you and I, Emily, that uh, there's a movie series and book series that you've grown up with, Mm -hmm. watching, seeing live as the the books come out, snatching them up, and as the movies come out, snatching them up, that I never really got into because of just kind of our natural age difference when these things came out. uh, It was a little past my time on the target zone for that mm-hmm. and that of course is the harry potter series that we're yeah. talking about here so like you i know grew up reading the books when they came out and when the movies came out you went to i'm sure you went out to all the showings in the in the theater and all that jazz Yeah. so i have never seen any of the harry potter movies so because you're
1: lame no that's not true,
0: <laughs> because when they came out i really wasn't the target audience uh not in a bad way again as a reminder to our listeners who may not know this, but you and I have an age difference of 12 years. So, so things that were in your wheelhouse weren't necessarily in mine at that time and vice mm-hmm. versa. So, um, that's the second series we'll talk about later on is that there was something that I g- grew up, maybe not grew up, but in my, in my adolescent and, and teen years grew up watching and, uh, you never were really into it because maybe it was a little, when when it came out, you were maybe a little too young for it? I don't know. Maybe it just wasn't what you were into at that point. Well,
1: I was 12 when the first movie came out, yeah. so I wouldn't have been too young. Okay. I probably just would have thought it was dumb. That's fair. Because I was dumb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we'll get to that series a little later on. First, we'll focus uh, on, on Harry Potter, because uh, for for the first time, I watched the, the first movie with you uh, just recently here.
1: Yes. And the goal is
0: for me to watch all the movies within the next i think within the next week or so hopefully
1: yeah
0: and we're going to get that experience of what it's like for someone like you mm-hmm. who saw the movies in in prime time in the theaters read the books right away kind of grew up with that whole experience and then someone like me who's who's experiencing it for the first time very much after the fact yeah um so so we're going to kind of talk a little bit about that tonight um i know nothing about what happens in the remainder of the series I haven't read any of the books I've seen just the first movie so so we'll talk about uh what I think might happen and then it'll be I'm sure fun to go back and see how massively wrong I am (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then when we get to the second series uh we'll do the same for you but again we'll get to that in a few minutes do you want to start by saying anything about Harry Potter I mean the way that you grew up listening to it or do you reading it or do you just well, want to I mean, jump
1: we kind of um touched on that in the last podcast mm-hmm. it just, yeah it was just something that was a big part of my growing up and i loved to read and so whenever a new book came out i just devoured it and so you know and i i don't know i grew up with those characters and even with the when the movies came out the actors and actresses that played those characters were around our you know my age yeah when they started doing the movies. So when I was growing up, we were watching them grow up. So it was kind of cool. And it's a really cool thing to be involved in. Because people who love Harry Potter are hardcore, love Harry Potter. So sure. it's pretty fun.
0: And and that, as I was watching the movie last night, that was one of the biggest takeaways for me, I think, was that as an adult, watching a movie about kids, I felt a little disconnected not in a bad way the movie was very entertaining i thought it was i thought it was very cool i'm excited to see the rest of the series but i feel like i probably didn't associate with the characters as much as adolescents who like you just said you know were the uh were the same age level could kind of you know go home and think you know oh, i'd love to be you know a wizard and get my get my ticket to hogwarts and this and that and the other so um that was the first thing for me and I know that the movies go through because there's help help remind me there's seven books but mm-hmm. eight movies is that yeah. right okay mm-hmm. so I know the eight movies were shot over the course of what 12 15 years something like that so um obviously these characters not only the characters but the actors who play them grow up as you're watching them yeah um was it kind of a similar sense? In the books, with the characters kind of maturing and doing that. Well, I
1: mean, yeah, because that's how it's that's how the series is played out. You they start in their first year in Hogwarts, and then when things are wrapping up, they're in their last year. And so, I mean, yeah, that's just kind of it's like a linear passage of time situation. So,
0: gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, the characters and the cast that we were seeing are going to be vastly different. I would imagine by the end of the eighth movie, not only in the maturity of the characters themselves, but the maturity of the actors. I mean I, I know that Daniel Radcliffe when we were watching him in that in, in that first movie, well he was like what, twelve, thirteen, mm-hmm. fourteen, something like that. So and I mean I don't know <clears throat> I mean even you know, you and I had the chance to meet um the Weasley twins, right? Mm-hmm. The two older brothers. Yep. We met them at uh Wizard World it was it Wizard World Indianapolis this mm-hmm. year. And, um, yeah, they're virtually unrecognizable to me in in, in that first movie, these little scrawny redhead dudes versus these guys who are towering over me at the convention, so...
1: Plus, spoiler alert, they're not real redheads. It's tragic.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the picture uh, that you and I have, they're just kind of normal. They're really tall. They are. They do have that. Yeah. But they're not, you know, you're right. No, They're, they're not real redheads. They're not redheads, so... To, Devastating. I have to get that picture and throw it up on the throw it up on the uh, pop cultish Facebook page. so Everybody can can check that out and yeah. see it. But
1: it was pretty awesome. It was the best fifteen seconds of my life.
0: <laughs> they did. They really kind of hustled yeah, hustled us was... through. I mean, granted, I mean there was a huge line, and that's kind of what the photo op is: is jump in, smile, jump out. I know. Move on. But you wanna you wanna recall the the funny story of what happened when we were taking pictures. Apparently, what what had happened right before we got there with another guest
1: Uh, I guess yeah somebody had asked one of them to hold their baby and the photographer said the stars don't hold babies
0: (laughs) it was just funny to hear that kind of radioed through the the celebrities remind the guests the celebrities will not hold your child and things like that Mm -hmm. and at first it sounded kind of you're like oh that's kind of rude but then you're like okay well if a celebrity drops your child or you know there's you know a, a whole slew of legal ramifications but right but anyways, we're getting way off topic. And, <laughs> but that's okay. I mean, that's yeah. well, that's what it is. So, um yeah, th- the movie to me um I enjoyed it because again, I don't know a ton about Harry Potter, but mm-hmm. but you know, I mean, you can't exist in a pop culture world without knowing some things about certain people and um you know, I know, you know, I knew, I knew about the evil the evil guy, Voldemort and things like that. And so, oh quick sidebar before we move on we're going on on, on another sidebar i just read today that <clears throat> jk rowling on twitter today yeah. just today let everybody know that uh, i don't know why she like drops these little things like years after but she let everybody know she's awesome i guess but she let everybody know that, she, that we've been saying voldemort wrong voldemort she, she intended his name the last part of the name the m-o-r-t to be like the french word for death so the t is silent she pronounces it voldemort oh voldemort so uh, i don't know if that was just like in her head but probably i was gonna say because she let i'm assuming because they said in the movies they said voldemort in the movies so
1: well i mean and they probably you know because they probably did that for the stupid americans to be honest
0: maybe (laughs) Although I will give them credit, the movie was the movie was much more British than I was expecting. Yeah, which I liked. I mean, you know, I'm I'm, I'm a huge fan of British culture. I like the way that it, it took place in in England and in Surrey. And I'm assuming that Hogwarts is meant to be somewhere in England. Is that what mm. the insinuation is? Or um, is it we some- cannot
1: disclose that location to Muggles.
0: What's we? <laughs> <laughs> Well, because they take Yeah, a,
1: if I remember correctly, and I don't know if I'm remembering correctly at all, but I think it's somewhere hidden in the English countryside.
0: Okay, because, I mean, they take a train to get there, and I don't yeah. remember seeing the train, like, float off the tracks or anything. I know they had to walk through the wall to get to the platform. Right. But, uh,
1: um, but, yeah, and it's um, guarded. There's a, a spell, I think, that makes it invisible to muggles, I think. I might just be making all of that up because it's been a really long time since I've read the books. Yeah. But I think that's that's the gist
0: all right well maybe we'll find out in the future movies that we gonna be watching yeah. over the next few days here and so. you'll
1: find out that hogwarts is not the only magical school oh my yeah did you think that it was
0: you know i never really put that much thought into it to it to be honest i didn't know if it was like um oh maybe i do remember hearing that one of the movies does like a cross like i like a competition with other schools or something like that um so i but i guess i I never really thought too much about it is there like is there like an american school like a chinese no you wish
1: no there's like a i don't know there's one in like hung i don't know bulgaria or something maybe it's germany i don't know somewhere european (laughs) and then um the other one oh i don't know bill 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 bobaxins bubaxins forget how to say it i don't know where they're from either I'm a horrible fan. It's just been a really long time since I've read the books. The details are fuzzy.
0: Right. Well, and see that's the second part of the thing too is like I can tell just by watching the first movie that there's like a bigger universe. Like, you know, the first the first of anything, the first movie, first book, first issue of a comic series, whatever, is the you know, putting the basics in place, you know, laying the groundwork, introducing you to the character, you know, a lot of exposition. Uhhuh. You know, so um, you know, my job obviously here today like we're talking about is to kind of extrapolate where it goes i'm assuming because you know you said that it's uh, takes place throughout their their years is it like a four-year program like a typical college or is it just like you go until you're ready to be a uh, wizard harry i mean i know there's seven books i didn't know if it no, would, i think it's seven years year. okay and then my second question that again i don't necessarily want to answer this is more of a rhetorical this is this is my extrapolation my 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 insinuation extrapolation mm-hmm. here so, so. um is that what the heck do they do when they graduate like do they become yeah. like wizards of the world do they go out and like make good things happen and stop bad people from living well, they become like superheroes
1: Well, <laughs> if you read the book no it's i mean it's just like anything else they pass their exams and they get a job they get a job in the field of magic that they are strongest in so you know some people work for the ministry of magic others are um you know one of the weasley brothers went off and studied dragons in other parts of the world and so i they yeah they just go off and get jobs and Work Monday, 9 to 5, like the rest of us. Interesting. <laughs>
0: well, because, I mean, and, that, and that's another <laughs> thing that the movie does. The first movie kind of sets the stage for that. Not only is there some school out in the hills that you'll never see, but there's supposedly, were they in London where they found, where they went into that secret the alley? or Diagon Alley. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So there's supposedly this whole kind of subculture mm-hmm. Underneath our noses as muggles. Muggles. muggles, That we don't know about. No,
1: we can't know about it. Okay,
0: and is the insinuation also that all owls are in on the joke? They all know?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. I don't know if all owls are just certain owls. Because when... There's a ton of them. The the letters.
0: Right, and when Harry went to school, he was given the option of what animal. he Mm -hmm. uh, An owl or a toad or a rat? Cat cat so but there is
1: also scabbers the rat well, maybe that ron right, that brings confused. okay yeah
0: okay yeah <laughs> uh, i don't know i'll be i'll be interested to to learn more about it
1: yeah and it is interesting and as you i don't know if they'll really touch on this much in the movies i can't remember but um in the books as you get deeper in the books you realize that they really do not want a lot of muggles to know Mm -hmm. about it they you know they go around wiping memories and um there's a department of muggle studies in the ministry of magic that you know wants to learn more about muggles and how to keep them from knowing everything about the magic world because it could cause chaos i'm assuming interesting It wouldn't cause anything but jealousy with me to be honest
0: of course so um yeah i mean i'm also obviously curious to know how the second movie starts so the first movie ended with them essentially kind of completing their freshman year whatever first year whatever you want to call it going i guess it looked like they were going home like on a summer mm-hmm. break or something yeah and it didn't seem like harry left his his home situation on the best of terms right when when he left when they had conveniently found a lighthouse in the middle of nowhere to <laughs> a hide a, hide away on a you know on an extended vacation and and the big uh, giant still still found them there. So, um it'll be interesting to see.
1: We can't hide from Hagrid. I guess
0: not. So, um so I feel like there's more to the story with Professor Snape. Okay. Who again You is, had
1: this pegged pretty early on.
0: You're right. I did. Uh I am proud about halfway through the movie I did turn to you and say I don't think Snape is the bad guy that they're making him out to be mm-hmm. and and I'm proud of that partially because I was I was trying to read the character partially because I love Alan Rickman yeah. so much that awesome. I don't want him to be bad like a like, <laughs> like weird affinity with him since yeah. like Robin Hood Prince of Thieves like like a long time he's um, great in fact there's two of my all-time favorite actors are, are in this series yeah. I, mean, I have not seen Gary Oldman yet but I know he's in future movies as somebody I, I don't know who so but um yeah uh he's I I, I don't know I, um but the funny thing is is that if you don't know who Gary Oldman is and you watch the movies you may not even recognize him because Gary Oldman is like master of character acting being the villain in the fifth element and you know yeah. i mean just so many different things that 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 he has done commissioner gordon in the batman series like i mean he's, he's you really
1: awesome. wouldn't recognize him in this movie i believe
0: it i believe it so
1: i'm, I'm not going to say anything because i want to see if you recognize him
0: well do you want to tell everybody who we found a revelation last night of a character where oh, i said the Oluvander. voice sounds familiar
1: yeah olivander is none other than john hurt Love it. the war doctor Love it. Amazing, who was just knighted by the way, yes. Uh, So now he's Sir John Hurt, excuse me. Um, awesome, is a great character, and he'll become very important to the story later on. So, yeah,
0: and well, and John Hurt, we've been watching John Hurt for he's been in a couple of movies that we've seen recently. Not only obviously Doctor Who, Mm -hmm. um, we started watching the Aliens series, yeah, yeah, yeah from From the get go, and of course he's in that, and then yeah. he made his very brief cameo at the end of Spaceballs, my all-time favorite movie that you watched for the first time recently. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, uh, it,
1: I think you're leaving out. Well, you might not remember, but you have another favorite actor in this, in the Harry Potter series. I do. Yeah, he's coming along later. A very young David Tennant.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Well, another Doctor Who connection. Yeah. Uh, which is cool as a British production to kind of keep it "quote unquote" in house with John Hurt and you know uh, David Tennant and things like that. Yeah, he said he played a younger a student,
1: Barty Crouch Junior. Okay, he's crazy. Right. Just wait.
0: Fair enough. Okay, <laughs> I'm excited. Um, so yeah, uh, I'll make my I'll make my ridiculously probably way off predictions, I guess, and then we can move on to our second uh, yeah to our second series. Uh, unless there's anything else you want to add about oh, no. this. Um, so I assume that we have obviously not seen the last of Lord Voldemort, <laughs> uh, Lord Voldemort of uh, the mm-hmm. American. Okay. Um, I'm going to assume that he's, he seems like the, the Joker to Harry's Batman, if you will. He seems like the kind of the, the common nemesis who will plague him probably throughout the entire series. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Oh, but it gets—it's oh, much deeper than that. Okay. I don't want to say anything, but it's just so good. Okay, go ahead. <laughs>
0: I'm going to assume that as these adolescents grow up, they'll they'll explore some themes of sexuality and start to fall in love with each other and. Try to figure out who likes who. Why do you have to
1: make it weird? That's not just because I said the <laughs> word sexuality doesn't make it weird. It's there's not weird. really a huge theme of sexuality in the no. children's series of Harry Potter. I don't mean that, but, you know, like, <laughs> you know,
0: they, they fall in love and they get their first kiss. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's a you know, typical school type stuff, yeah. I would imagine. So, yeah. um, they got to fill a lot more movies. So, I'm, I'm guessing there's a lot more of the magic places and magic things that we haven't seen yet i imagine there'll be there'll be new fancy magic i don't know what you know maybe there's different kinds of wands or there's there's other like what was that was the sorcerer's stone there's there's other artifacts like that out there i'm sure that they'll find that will in typical movie fashion won't be mentioned until that movie comes around and then it's the biggest thing ever and Mm -hmm. we should have known about it for a long time but you know I would imagine there there's more of that. Um I've been teetering on the fence thinking about because this is such a adolescent or young adult oriented series, if there's gonna be a lot of deaths in the movies because there's we've we've met a lot of characters so far. I'm sure that there's more coming up. I'm yeah. gonna guess that there are a few like heroic type deaths, but I don't I wouldn't imagine there's not like 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 I in my wildest dreams I would hope that movie seven part two ends with like Harry standing around like all the dead bodies the of everyone right and no. he's like I'm the last wizard alive well, that would be cool but I doubt no. it you don't have to tell me I, the, no, I th- these are just no, extrapolations I, I will
1: make. say though that there are a few deaths that really just pull at your heartstrings like characters that you just completely fall in love with Yeah. and she was not shy in killing them but there was always a reason there's you know there's always a bigger reason why True they had to die and so there will be a few moments if you're like me where you will shut the book and throw it across your bedroom and sob uncontrollably (laughs) for 10 minutes and call all your friends and talk about it love it but
0: no I'm I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of it for sure and I and I do give her I give JK Rowling credit for for doing something like that you know I mean a kid's book I'm um, sorry, I keep saying kids. A, a young adult book, the lines are so blurred these days. You know, a young adult book sometimes feels like it gets that free pass to be all sunshine and lollipops. Yeah. And, and I think young adults these days realize that it's not, get that dog away from that microphone.
1: <laughs> sorry.
0: So you don't need to be sniffing up on that microphone. Um, you know, kids, kids, young adults who are reading these books don't need to be pandered to right like I'm glad that there's like bigger like deeper mm-hmm. themes about good and evil and oh for know, sure and yeah. death and things like that because yeah. I think you know as you grow you need to be yeah you know shown these things and you know realize that it's not all going to be all yeah. right at the end necessarily
1: yeah there are several deeper meanings to Harry Potter like that like friendship you know and and what you would do for the people in your life that you love and you know sacrificing yourself sacrificing your normal to try to make things right again i mean there's just gr- like amazing themes throughout the story which i think is what makes harry potter part of what makes it so good is that you're not just reading fluff yeah and you think you are you know because it's fun and it's cool because there's all these magic things but then you know you finish a book and you're like i need to marinate on that for a second you know because yeah. like it was just you know i don't know you'll see
0: well, and the books are huge, right? Wait,
1: Like massive.
0: Good, which is another thing I give.
1: Like a Gutenberg Bible. Good.
0: <laughs> another, another thing that I give her credit for is not, you know, pumping out some 190 page, you no, know. Oh,
1: yeah. And like I said, we would.
0: Those dogs are going crazy tonight. Jesus. We would,
1: <laughs> we would get the new book. And literally within like three or four days, we would be done with these books. And mm-hmm. I remember I would stay up all night reading because i just couldn't stop reading it yeah it was cool it's cool yeah
0: first harry potter book came out in 1997 yeah and moving to our second series yeah the first experience of this series came out in 1996 okay um, I don't know why I, I'm like, I'm not saying the words, like I'm trying to keep it a secret. I'm probably going to put it in the description of the show. <laughs> it is Resident Evil. <laughs> the first Resident Evil video game came out in 1996. The first movie came out in 2002. Yeah. And these are movies that I grew up watching.
1: Well, but when 2002, you weren't, you were pretty grown. Yeah, I guess. I mean,
0: <laughs> maybe not. Maybe, okay. Maybe not grow up watching. You're like 24. But like, yeah, in, in my... In, in, in those formative adult years where you're still kind of looking for like you know I'm out of school what kind of you know what kind of identity do I want to have do I want to be this pop culture guy do I want to be a you know playing guy do I want to be a sports guy do I want to drink my brains out all night spoiler alert not the last one um, but these movies are were movies that I was able as an adult to kind of go see on my own and this is mm-hmm. when I kind of got big into my identity as being a hardcore nerd. zombie fan yeah. <laughs> i mean a nerd i've been i've been a nerd for a long time yeah. but and, I, and i've always enjoyed scary movie scary movies and horror films but i never really kind of got into the specifically into the zombie subgenre until probably you know in in college when i saw night of the living dead for the first time and kind of right. you know started to get into in, in into that whole thing so mm-hmm. that's why i think resident evil resonates with me is because i've been watching it the entire time i'm not i'm not a huge video gamer i have played a lot of the resident evil games yeah um and i I think a lot of people don't really appreciate what resident evil has done for the zombie subgenre on the whole because that late 90 early 2000s is where it really kind of started to explode yeah get the renaissance and you know things like this that it was a video game and then a movie kind of Mm -hmm. showed how You know, series, you know, it it can be more than a one-trick pony. Zombies come, try to kill you, the end. There's, there's, there's more to it, so. Yeah. But you saw the movie for the very first time just, just this evening here. Yeah. We just uh, finished watching it not too long ago. And this is going to be kind of the similar approach to what we're doing with Harry Potter on the flip side. These are movies that I've watched the entire time live in theaters, you know, kind of going through the motions with them. And you've never seen a single one of them. No. Tonight was the first time. Yeah tell me your thoughts
1: well i have a lot of thoughts firstly I'm ready. i was not a fan of the outfit worn by alice in the movie
0: that's your first note is fashion yes <laughs> when she
1: walked out i was like excuse me but that's totally doesn't matter at all but that was just a thought that i had it's fair um no I, it was interesting in and i like the walking dead but i would not consider myself a huge fan of the zombie mm. Genre, and that's you know, and I love scary movies. Um, but to me, the zombie situation doesn't really resonate as scary with me. Sometimes I find them more comical than anything, and that's fine. And you know, that's great, but if I'm in the mood for a scary movie, it's not going to be a zombie movie, yeah. That I think. <laughs> right. Uh, Sorry, our dogs are we're going to have, crazy. Yeah, we're having a conversation that
0: is normally very mild manner, but tonight they They're are like just bonkers, running around so. crazy. Um uh,
1: they probably can't hear this. That's fine. But, um No, and so and so that's probably why I never you know, gravitated toward the Resident Evil franchise, especially because I'm not a video gamer. So I wouldn't have had any pull toward that anyway, but um It was interesting. I I liked that take on how the zombie situation got started and Mm -hmm. it was a whole other element, you know, rather than just one person somewhere randomly gets sick. And that's how it all starts. It was, you know, this whole secret thing that this corporation was doing and it just got out of control because, you know, their containment protocol was flawed or whatever. I don't don't want to give too many plot points away from 2002. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, But so it was cool. It was very interesting. Um, Yeah. Uh, I don't know what predictions I really have. I feel like there are a lot of directions they could go. Um, They killed most of the main characters in the movie. So I feel like we're going to have to be introduced to some new characters. Yeah. Um and obviously I'm assuming the outbreak is going to spread from the hive. <laughs> well you <laughs> kinda
0: saw at the at the final scene the final scene of the movie you kinda saw that that, that is a reality. Yeah. That they went back into the hive and yeah. it did not turn out the way they hoped right. obviously. So
1: and the I assume more scary humanoid creatures will become a problem for them. <laughs> In the future. Like
0: the uh yes, like the uh an unfortunate looking beast that yeah, was in the first the, one. Um, the the nemesis. nemesis. Yes.
1: So I don't know, but and I was under the impression, for some reason, and I don't know if I'm just thinking of something else or if this will come later, I was under the impression that Resident Evil was more like vampires and like scary monsters like that. But I don't know why. Maybe I dreamed that, I don't know. But so it's mostly just zombies then?
0: You know, it, it's been focused on the T-virus pretty much the entire time, and, and zombies are kind of the core, the core villain, like, you know, the zombies are like the minions, if you will, and then with the virus, obviously, with what Umbrella was doing, that's kind of, you know, the whole evil corporation, genetic experimentation type of thing. Um, yeah, you'll see that kind of come into play a little further. Yeah. Really, I don't think anybody like if if they could have had a lottery at the end of the first movie, and said specifically for people who not, have not played the video games, said where do you think it's gonna go?
1: Yeah, I literally have no idea, and,
0: and, and no one will. It's a it is a roller coaster. These next four movies are a roller coaster,
1: and honestly. um if I'm gonna be like completely candid, I'm going to watch them all because that's our experiment that we're doing right now, but I don't feel the strong need to. Mm -hmm. Like if I were just like a passive movie goer who saw the first movie, I don't think I would ever watch any of the other ones. True. and that's again just because my personal preference. I don't love the only really zombie subgenre situation that I really really enjoy is The Walking Dead, and that's because of character development and Norman Reedus. Right. So, <laughs> you know, I um, so but no, I I am interested to see where they take it, and yeah, it's a very interesting movie and a very cool, interesting take on the zombie situation. And I'm not so sure if it's going to turn into a zombie apocalypse. That's another thing that's interesting about it because it's not I don't get the end of the world feeling like you do with other zombie movies. I just get like this could be bad, but they'll probably take care of it. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's the feeling that I get from that from watching the first movie. So
0: I'm excited. I'm excited to watch the rest of these and then come back and, and do a do a follow up because then you know you'll be able to kind of say, I am shocked by this. I'm surprised by this. I kind of called that, yeah. and I'll be able to do, to do oh, the well, same thing nothing. for the Harry Potter thing. <laughs> well,
1: <yeah. laughs> no, no, some, I have no predictions. <laughs> some general extrapolations. <laughs> so,
0: um, so yeah, it should be um, it should be fun to to do. We had talked about doing this with a few other series, but nothing that we really kind of solidified on. Right because they're like we mentioned previously the the alien series um you know i did those have been around since the 80s i did grow up watching those seeing those and and i think we tried to watch those but i'm not sure they have captivated you i
1: like them they're just really long yeah and every time we get to watch movies it's like really late at night yeah
0: and i have the box set with the director's cuts and things (laughs) everything's hard hard.
1: no but i do like them but i just need to find a time to you know commit
0: yeah so well and as we see you know um uh, prometheus we we watched prometheus and uh oh, yeah. and enjoyed that there's mm-hmm. a there's a another a, a sequel it, it's hard to call the movie that follows a prequel a sequel because the first movies were the sequels it's very it's very strange when they start to kind of get in that continuity but there is a sequel to prometheus coming out which i assume will be i think they said it's going to be not a direct prequel to aliens it's going to be like a it's going to split off into a side story Mm -hmm. so interesting yeah so that's coming um trying to think if there's any other series that we had specifically i mean there are certain series that i have grown up watching that we are now trying to watch together the back to the future series I've seen them all. We did, right. Yeah. But did you see them before? No. Heavens, okay. no. Right, of course. So, <laughs> there's, yeah, there, there's that one. I'm trying to think of any others that, I'm trying to that, think that, of any that you have brought in other than, I mean, Harry Potter obviously being the biggest one.
1: I think that's probably it. Yeah, that's... Because we both liked Lord of the Rings already.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And The Hobbit, we watched together. Right. So...
0: I feel like we have a a show in our future a different different approach than this but I feel like we just have a show talking about like film series or trilogies that we like and things like that so cause yeah. there's there's a lot of them that that that, that we've just recognized now so mm-hmm. we'll get to that but but for now Harry Potter and Resident Evil are the focus we're going to mm-hmm. make a dedicated effort to watch all the rest all of those of movies them. in the next couple of weeks and then send help we're going to yes we're going to have a wrap up <laughs> A a show to wrap that up and and talk about the bigger picture of um, what you enjoyed and and what you recognized.
1: Yeah, in your comments you can put how many times you think Tony's gonna cry during the last couple movies of Harry Potter when stuff starts to get really real.
0: Yeah, go on the Facebook and <laughs> and put that comment on there <laughs> be, to see if. The number exceeds zero, maybe it <laughs> might. I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna cry. Uh, I believe it, so. Um. So yeah, that'll be some some future episodes. Yeah. Uh, before we go for this episode, before we wrap things up, I want to let everybody know that we are doing. Um, we're gonna do a, a couple of a couple of big things on Facebook right now. We're trying to give away. Give away some stuff. We mentioned one of these last week. I'm gonna mention it again this week, mm-hmm. and then um, we've got. I got a brand new, brand new giveaway that I'm uh, that I'm doing. I was just just sent a uh, a press kit for a movie that's coming out here later this month. Uh, it's it's September right now. Um, movie coming out. Uh, it's called Sicario. It's got Emily Blunt and Ugh, uh, I love her. Emily Blunt and Josh Brolin, Benicio del Toro. Um, we were sent a lovely little press kit with uh, with a Sicario t-shirt and a bandana and lottery cards and all this stuff and I, cool. I i want to i want to share the love i want to i want to give it away to people so Aww. um so yeah so so we're gonna put that uh what
1: is the t-shirts cute have i seen it yet
0: i don't know but you all can, right we you can, can afford to give we one away <laughs> so go on our facebook page come find us at uh facebook.com slash pop cultish mm-hmm. and there'll be a thread there'll be a specific thread about uh the sicario press kit giveaway maybe we'll toss something else in from something random from the man cave i'll pick out something i'll pick a book or a movie or something off the the wall of treasures and and send it along but but we'll we'll do that that's gonna be um that's gonna be a giveaway i'd like to do that for go on come like the page on facebook and then comment on that thread with what you'd like us to maybe talk about in a future episode yeah if there's a certain topic of conversation a certain book a certain series you know music things like that um we just want to kind of hear what you want for ideas of the show we'll pick one winner at random and you'll be the big winner of the uh sicario plus random prize pack and then there's the big one that 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 we talked about last week that we're doing we're going to give away um a copy of pretty much whatever you want we're going to have a separate thread on Facebook about what you've enjoyed this year in 2015. What uh, your favorite movie that you saw was, uh, if there's a TV show that you've enjoyed, you know, a recent season of, um, a book, uh, music, things like that. We want you to comment on what your favorite thing from this year has been so far. We're going to pick a winner and we're going to send you that thing, whatever it is. If it's a, if it's a DVD or a Blu ray of a movie, we're going to send it to you. If it's a, you know, a season, tv a book whatever i are gonna send it on your way so yep try to try to give back a little mm-hmm. bit there so so come find us on facebook again facebook.com slash pop cultish and you can uh comment on that stuff and be entered to win holla yeah buddy i think that about wraps it up for this episode uh, it was a uh, a fun little start to this experiment yeah i'm excited to see where it goes <laughs> <laughs> all mm-hmm. right, we better go before these dogs tear our house I apart. I don't even know here, what so. they're doing
1: back there. There's, like, a lot of growling. <laughs> now they're just staring at us. They're uh, going to eat our faces off.
0: Who knows? But, uh, but yeah, that'll wrap it up for this for this week, and we'll, we'll be back next week with more fun and more good times.
1: Mm-hmm. But until then, be passionate, be proud, be Pop Goldish.